Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like, uh, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also um, drunk. Oh, well, tips. <laughs> When I was when I was when I was out yesterday after after going to uh, to parlor, I had gone into uh, just the 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 Inman, uh, uh liquor shop or liquor whatever. Store. Yeah, and like, I, I I was looking for like a beer to get for for the recording, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll get this one. It's like what was it uh, Amherst Brewing? I'd never really even heard of it or anything. Nice. And I was like, <laughs> I was like seven point three percent. That'll be fine. And, I, <laughs> and today I looked at today I looked at I was like. Oh, buddy, 7.3%. This is going to be interesting. All right. Well, I normally drink wine whenever we're doing these. Yep. But we've realistic, realistically, that's not the right word to use for this. We recently yeah. have been doing them earlier in the day, which I do like. I think yes. it's nice. Um, but then I'm like, well, I don't want to have like a bottle of red wine at 1 p.m. So I'm going to have so a naturally 24 ounce have... vodka drink instead. <laughs> naturally, I'm going to have a mug of vodka. <laughs> Because that's definitely going to end. And well, then I'll have wine later, you know? Like, yeah, I'm saving. That'll, that's, yeah, how, that's how saving, this works, right? Saving wine. Yeah, so, um, anyway, this is Lit Lit. <laughs> this is a podcast where we read books sober and we talk about I'm drunk and I'm Danny Burford. I'm Andrew Kalima. Woo! And um, this great, great week mm. of podcasting, we <laughs> had the pleasure of reading, this title always fucking gets me, Mr. Dickens and His Carol. Mm-hmm. By Samantha Silva, um, we it was it's a Christmas ish it book about. No, you could just say it's a Christmas book. I mean, it's, it's a Christmas a, book. Yeah. It's like it's a Christmas book. Um, we were very aware going into it that it was not going to be you know some um, act of literary artistry. Yeah, this was this was this was done for the season, and we, we it, it's kind of like watching like a like. Not exactly a Hallmark movie, but maybe kind of like in the same vibe where it was like. Why do you think a Hallmark movie would be is in a different caliber? I think some of them at least have the chance to be. <laughs> I think that's true. I, they do. I will say that Hallmark movies do, and we've talked about this in the past. They do follow a very strategic yeah. um, formula. Like yes, they yes. have, like they are just like a math problem. And once you figure out what the algebra is, like you know every single Hallmark movie. And I yep. know this because I'm good at math, so. <laughs> I've, I've, I've always said that. It's always been one of your strongest suits. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, did you like it? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna. I'm, really I'm gonna. I'm gonna continue to blame you for this, even though I. Uh, uh, even though like the conversation was basically you being like, "Hey, this like is a, a, a popular book about Christmassy stuff, and like, why don't we do that around Christmas?" And I was like, "All right, cool. Sounds good." So it's my fault too. But fuck you. This is fucking I know. awful. Like, and I know. I, I do. I, I feel like anytime we don't like, we actively don't like a book. Like, I I always want to give this kind of disclaimer. But like, we, we we're not. We, we did not pick this so we can make fun of it or anything like that. We did not pick this because we thought it was gonna be trash. And we and, and then we can have a great time like punching down at this author or anything like that. Yeah. We honestly went into it being like, oh, it'll be like a fun, maybe kind of hokey Christmas thing. Yeah. Like, if it, it maybe it's gonna be bad, but it's gonna be like a kind of a predictable kind of bad and whatever. This was levels, man. Like this, this was, was like... unpredictably bad. Like this, yes. like to the point yes. where things happened, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Like you didn't have a chance to predict it because no, no. the insanity that ensued was purely chaos. Yeah, just c- c- could not decipher what was going to happen. Um, I did not like this book. No. I do. Uh, feel um, extremely guilty for having played. I would like to say that Goodreads gave this like a four point five. Yeah, I, I, I think we were looking at that up when we were doing like our planning for what you know, what books we yeah. were going to read and everything. And and like I like, also right, cool. understand that this book, like like we said before, we knew that we weren't reading like the Song of Achilles again. Like yeah, we knew that we were going to be reading something that wasn't going to be like. A literary no. masterpiece or anything. No. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's no problem. But with that. four and a half stars. Yeah, yeah, that was that that was a lie. Like, <laughs> let me just tell you that, that right was, now. What? Yeah. Just absolute mayhem. Yeah. I, like even, those, I blame those people. There you go. I <laughs> I blame everyone who commented on Goodreads because they led me astray, and then. Totally agree. 
I mean, like, I not that I do, like, an, an insane amount of research on the books that I want to read next anyway. Um, but when we, we, when we do do, <laughs> do do, when we do pick books that have to do with, like, holidays or anything like that, sometimes it can get a little difficult because you have to expect yeah. some level of, like, hoaxy or some level of, like, sure. campiness and stuff or like, like that. Fo- or forcedness or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But good fucking God. Yeah. This book, okay, so the premise of this book is that this is Mr. Dickens, uh, like as in Charles Dickens. Yes. You, um, you know, that guy. You know, that guy, whose last book, Martin Chuzzlewit, and this is true, this is fact, Martin yeah. Chuzzlewit did flop. No fucking shit. Yeah. Like, the name sucks. <laughs> like, so it did flop, it didn't do well, and his publishers were threatening to take away money from him, like a stipend from him. Yeah, basically. And so they said, Hey, uh, you have four weeks to write a Christmas book. And he was like, I don't believe in Christmas anymore. Are you taking my money away? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so this entire story is about him writing The Christmas Carol. But, but him like kind of being, but him basically being like Scrooge himself before. He his, literally what he yeah, call, he, well, he literally was. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, in in this book, I should say. So and then was, and so, then when the yeah. innkeeper was like, "I've never heard of anyone named Scrooge," it's like, "Well, how, I'm sorry. Do you know everyone in the world? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm you haven't heard anyone named Scrooge? Like, no fucking shit. <laughs> I'm. It's a heated. made up name, buddy. It's <laughs> heated. So like, the th- and the thing with this book is that like uh, it's um. It's, and this is why I kind of feel bad making, uh, like, like talking talking shit about it, but I also can't help it because it's not good. Um, the author did did this as like a as like kind of like her homage to Dickens. Like she's she loves Dickens, and she says this so was her in first her novel. Yeah, that too. Um, her or first pub, novel. first published novels at least. I, I don't know, but um, it said her debut. I guess it also means like yeah, this is her first like debut published novel. Yeah, from Flatiron Flat Iron, right? Books. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like. So this is her trying to like basically create craft this like Dickens life as to turn him into Scrooge and then him like you know see the error of his ways much like his character obviously in a Christmas Carol and then like uh, kind of tie those things together and make it kind of feed into each other and you're like oh that's like oh it's it's one man's like kind of trials and tribulations that le- that lead him to 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 this like earned ending and instead. It's just incredibly for it's it's forced like crazy. That's the biggest thing for me. Like if I had to say one thing about like why I didn't dig this is that the first fifty pages just completely lose me in the way she is forcing everything to happen. Like yeah. the, 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 you mentioned, like that he's in this under this threat of like financial ruin essentially because his publishers are going to take um, stipend away uh, away from him in like like. It, to make up for the advance that he got for a book that flopped, yeah, and and so he's talking about like it's like forty sterling a month or something like which that. which apparently which was I don't know what that, yeah, yeah deal yeah um but but like it, it's it's presented to him as like he might actually like lose things like not just like you know oh man I'm not gonna I didn't make as much money as I would have liked but like they might lose the house and have to down move somewhere else like, like so fast oh god incredibly fast and then and so you have this like you have this rapid uh or the threat at least of a rapid decline into like poverty um yeah. for a like five children or six children household uh that was all and he's yeah. a big person around town he's very like magnanimous and gives away money so like yeah like his spending habits aren't top notch or whatever but like the idea is that he could like realistically lose everything so it, like he he have this like you know embattled man who is uh like sincerely worried about his life changing drastically and going into like a debtor's prison or maybe even or something like that and the people in his life don't fucking care you know okay so you know what else is another aspect of this is like the unreality of this which i understand it's a work of fiction but like there is absolutely nothing grounding this in like actuality or like could have happened i mean especially if you're writing a book that is about like the a prequel or or a, an answer as to why something was written by a very famous author. Yeah, like you have to have, I feel like, some sort of ground in reality, like something holding you down. And there was just absolutely nothing. And not only was like there no reality, but everyone was in their own reality. Like every yeah. single character 
was acting off of their own reality that didn't tie back into anything. You're like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? One thing that, like, was in the first 50 pages, I think it actually was, like, the first 10 pages where I was like, what the fuck is happening? It was the fact that he already finished the next installment of the book that had just flopped. Not gonna 
you were pregnant for nine months? What do you mean you thought you had enough kids? I thought we had like enough right number of kids. Until now.
so much paper, so fucking crazy about this that he like broke into her house and into her room and then and found the like um thing that she had under the bed that he left open and it was filled with all of his work. No, he wasn't. Okay, but he died in 1870, and the Christmas Carol was written in 43. He was born in 1812. Okay, who was the devil? Yeah. I mean, also, that's true. Like, the book was true.
and she would just throw away.
You know what? 